go. I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who I'm picking? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important. Trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life. I never said. Happy Wednesday night. This is Before the Hedges on Dog Nation. I'm your host, Jeff Sintel. You guys are seeing the headlines. Thank you, Facebook, for joining in. Thank you, uh, YouTube, as well. We've got another edition of Before the Hedges. And, folks, we have had some commitments happen since our last show. Two, in fact. And uh, Tom Hopkins, Keith Bradshaw, Bryce Dixon. How's everybody out there tonight? Um, We have had uh, two commitments in what we do all the time. Uh, One of our, I guess, our specialties uh, here on Before the Hedges brought to you by Kroger is what we do is we like to have the commitments on kind of when they're uh, fresh and uh, newly minted, as they we like to say in the business. Um, we've got Griffin Scroggs in the house, guys, and Griffin Scroggs. Let me give you some background here. Uh, he's got two rings. He's been at Buford. He's been at Grayson. He is the first offensive. See, see, Peaches is already happy. She's like, Jeff, it's about time you got an offensive lineman on this show. We're so ready to have an offensive lineman committed. But um, – Grayson High School, I think he's won two state rings. He tells me, I like this stat, guys. He's won 31 out of his last uh, 32 football games uh, for uh, for Grayson High School. And uh, everybody, uh, give us a big Before the Hedges, Dog Nation, welcome. Everybody say hi to Griffin Scroggs. Griffin, how you doing tonight, man? Uh, I'm doing great. Couldn't be any better than this, man. <laughs> Now, it's funny, uh, you know, everybody hears my dog in the background, but speaking of dogs, Griffin has four, I think maybe five. Um, I think a couple of times I've talked to him getting ready to put coverage together and recapping how his recruiting's going. He's had some dogs in the background. So I guess it's only fitting that Peaches yeah. gets to show off her uh, baritone and her voice as well. But, dude, I mean, what has it been like, man? 24 hours, man. You've been a bulldog, man. What, what What's it been like? I think – I think you got a lot of stories to share, but what's it been like? Oh, it, it's it's crazy. I mean, I've I've never experienced something like this. I mean, I've never been woken up to fifteen people asking me to do an interview. I think that's crazy, and I mean, just the experience and overall love that I'm getting from the fans is just crazy. I I love it. I think it's so cool. I tell you, you know, you've had a lot of people reach out. You've had um. Former Bulldogs, former Bulldogs reach out, um, but you had somebody else reach out to you over the last 24 hours that you thought was pretty interesting. Tell us a little bit about that. Griffin, you there? Still there, buddy? Griffin. Okay, in kindergarten, reach out, and I was – I didn't know that they followed me all the way to senior in high school. Yes. Hello. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yes. We're there. Okay. So um, you had a pre-K teacher reach out. Huh? Did y'all hear what I said? Pre-K teacher and kindergarten. I've had had some old teachers hit me up. Wow. Um, Griffin, for you, ultimately, I guess, what, what was the big reason why it was Georgia? What did it come down to when you made the decision? wasn't the easiest decision you've told me, but what was the main reason why you felt, I guess it just felt, it just felt right for you to be a bulldog. Um, like I said to you, I have, uh, already have a family base there. I have a good support system. My brother, one of my brothers lived there and his, uh, his wife lives there. So I already have a very good support system there. And, uh, I've always wanted to play SEC. Well, I think it's, it's a very, it's since the highest level, you know, that's where I want to be and that's where I want to try to perform at. And um, most of the team, like most of the people that are committed there already, I, I know very well. And I played with uh, Gunnar Stockton, Denylon, and um, Marquise in seventh grade. And, you know, for me to go in with teammates like that already is, it's pretty, pretty big for me. Uh, Griffin, how big was Coach Luke? In your, uh, I remember talking to your mom about it. And she, she said basically they just created atmosphere that it felt very real. What, how important was Coach Luke in all of this for your recruitment? Uh, Coach Luke was definitely a big, big part of my recruitment. You know, besides the fact that he is the position coach that I'll be working for, but he was very good family, family friend to us, and the way that 
you know, whatever we needed, he would take care of. And if he couldn't take care of it, somebody else would. And um, just the way that he overall handled it is, is, was, I thought was very good. Griffin, I guess, uh, you know, one of the things that I thought that's interesting is you go back a ways with uh, Kirby Smart Camps. And uh, I guess it was either the all smart team or the all dog team or the all Kirby team. So tell tell us what was it like being a camper for Kirby smart back when you were like 10, 11 years old and now meeting him as a recruit, that must feel surreal, right? It, it was definitely surreal to be able to just kind of talk to him in the ways of, Hey, I can, I could possibly come play for you. Not just, Hey, I'm here for your overnight camp. You know, it's nice to meet you. I don't know much about you, but you know, it's very nice to meet you. It's it's definitely crazy now to to be talking to him in the fact that you know he's gonna be with me for the next four to five five years of my life. I think that's it's very cool. Mm. Um guys, like I said, this is before the hedge is brought to you by uh Kroger. This becomes a podcast on Spotify, on uh SoundCloud, the Apple podcast platform. You see the tweet right there. I think I think Griffin, you guys got a question for Griffin now. Please drop him in here. We'll do our best to play point guard and kind of um, direct those to the man of the hour. But um, Griffin, I think I thought you said something was very interesting the other day. You said that you've been to Georgia about eight times now, man. So you, you got really comfortable with Georgia from June 1 to, I guess, July the 31st, man. How did all those trips yes, go? I think you had a really cool kind of early backstage pass on June the 2nd to actually see the new facilities probably before anyone else did. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> My girlfriend's dad coming today. Um, so I think that that was, was pretty cool. I did get invited back on the, the 2nd to come and take a tour of the new facility. And uh, Coach Luke told me that we were the first family to – uh, actually take a tour of the new weight room and the new new facility. And that was very surreal. I'd, I didn't think that out of all people, I'd be the one to, to go and see it first. Were you in there super early or how did that, how did that all work out? Did you just get there early or did Coach – We were – I think we got there at like – I think we were at, there at nine, from like nine to one. And then we did, went and did a photo shoot. So you were, uh, you were the, were you the first one to sit, sit in those Lambo seats, man? I mean, come on, you might have been the first. <laughs> um, other than the players, I do think I am. I think I'm the first recruit to sit in those those seats, mm. and see uh, the uh, the barber shop in the back and all that stuff. That's it's crazy. Tell the folks about the lava lamp. You're not the first recruit that has mentioned the lava lamp, man. If, if you were not, you or I wanted to put one of those in our in our backyard or maybe in our in our living room. How much do you think that would cost? Uh, your left kidney, your your left uh, any anything. I mean, left. I mean, shoot, you might have to chop off an arm for it. Uh, <laughs> but no, that that thing is definitely the. Uh, I think that's the bread and butter of the locker room, if you ask me. I think when you walk in and you see that, I think that's the the main center point. Hmm. See, uh, I promised you, uh, Griffin, uh, we got some players. We got some uh, We got some comments coming in from all of our viewers. Um, Mark Halverson has a good one. He wants to know, are you coming in being recruited to play a guard or a tackle or what? What's the plan you've heard from Georgia? So as soon as I get in there, because I'm graduating in December, I've done extra school to do that and be able to do that. So I will leave in December to uh, join y'all. And – uh, Kirby, uh, Coach Kirby told me that I would be probably mainly the uh, center, but uh, Coach Luke told me I could be any of the interior three is, that they see me as. Hmm. You're actually working, I think. I think you're actually working both positions right now for Grayson High School. Yes, sir. Um, a question, um, a, a question, you know, I got, uh, I think I've seen a couple of variants of it, but do you have a favorite NFL player? Who's your favorite uh, lineman that you kind of maybe pattern your game after? Hmm. Like I told you, uh, um, so good good friend of ours is uh, Ben Cleveland, and I could definitely see me growing up to be just like him and kind of the same play style as him. 
It's mm. a good, it's a good emulator. Um, let's see. Um, <laughs> lots of people are, are noticing they're mentioning center is an extremely important role. Um, Funny enough, he goes to my your, church. Does he really? Wow. Yep. Um, you know, one of the things, you know, I, I, I had to write a bunch of stories about you, Griffin, but I think to me, one of the things that stood out is that, you know, I've been talking to a lot of recruits and, you know, some of these guys, even the All-American guys, the ones that are highly rated, um, they'll be like, man, Georgia's got a lot of guys and I don't know if my path is quick or I don't know when I could play there compared to other schools. And you, I think you just pancake that answer for you. Why was there really no hesitation about depth chart or guys in front of you at Georgia? Um, just from the way that uh, Coach Kirby and Coach Luke really have been talking to me, I think that they understand that, you know, if need be, I'll have to sit for a little bit. But they think that I'm definitely going to be able to come in and have a great start with them and be able to help them early on. And um, I know most of the guys up there, uh, the play linemen and I've, I've had a lot of friends that have gone into college ball and they've, they've told me what it takes and the different type of mentality that you're going to have to have to be able to produce at that level of play. So I've seen this question a bunch. I'm going to combine it. If you guys, if I can't address you by name, but first of all, you guys got to know this guy is an accomplished chef. Like one of his buddies told me that he can turn Raymond into some five-star Peruvian dish that needs, you know, some fancy, you know, gourmet touches to it or something like that. He can make some tacos. He can grill a steak. But I think the question that caught my eye here was they want to know what is your favorite food? What's your favorite thing to eat? My favorite, like that I make or that I, I just love to go eat um, anything. If you had a 25 pound pancake game in your next game and you want to go out and celebrate and you can eat, maybe mom and dad say, Hey, come <clears> to <throat> dinner. We're not going to have to pay for college. So wherever you want to go, wherever you're going to eat, we got you. What, what would it be? Um, definitely my my Athens people know about Garrisoli's. Uh, that's that's probably my favorite place to go out to eat. Um, every time I'm in Athens, I always make sure to go there. But if it was after a game and I was making something, I would definitely invite all the guys over and I'd make my tacos. My tacos are my my best game, I think. What kind of tacos? What's your give us some of the ingredients there, man. Uh, so it's definitely seasoned with onion powder, garlic powder, uh, chili powder, Nashville hot, and, uh, any ingredients you want. I put avocado, rice, and chicken on mine, but I can, I've made about everything. <laughs> there you go. Avocado, got all those superfoods in there. Um, and guys get this now, I want you guys to make sure you hear this story. Cause I've written it about it a couple of times on dog nation, but you know, here, here's what you do. When you've been a reporter and you got the kind of experience that I have. You look for something uncommon. You look for something that you're like, Hmm, I haven't heard that before. And if I haven't heard that before, it must be pretty, pretty novel. Now Griffin has been a certified scuba diver since the age of 10, 10 folks. And I, I gotta, I, I gotta love this. You're out on a boat, you're out on a catamaran or whatever, and you're in an open water dive. Maybe you're in a cenote. Maybe you're out, out in the Caribbean Sea. Uh, and everybody's like, "All right, big boy is gonna be the first one up." I mean, wh what's that like, man, for a big guy to be? You know, big guys scuba diving. That needs to be a commercial, I think. But like, what's that like? Um. It's definitely weird because a lot of the times you have to get sort of equipment that fits you a little better. And it's not very easy to find size 16 or 17 fins <laughs> for sure. Uh, I gotta, I have to order my own pair and take them with me. And um, it's, it honestly has kind of helped me. I know it sounds stupid to correlate scuba diving and football, but it kind of taught me how to breathe at a very young age to, conserve my breath and to stay conditioned and I think that uh I think that was that was kind of cool and to, I think it's just a very different atmosphere down there and to have you know some kid that's been scooted obviously since he was 10 and now can do it at six five and you don't really see that very often and you don't really hear about it uh good question here from Paul Taylor uh Griffin um Paul wants to know what is committing to the gene to the G mean to you um, it means a lot. Um, I'm very excited to 
come and play for UGA. I've been I've been looking at UGA since I was since I was a little kid, and I've never grown up strictly a uh, a fan of anybody. If you understand what I'm saying, I, I never had a specific team that I'd root for. But uh, now that I I get the opportunity to come play for you know my home state and play at the highest level at that in my state, I think that that's huge for me. And to get to play with all my buddies that I've played with since seventh grade is it's it's very surreal. Very excited. Griffin, we got a question from uh, Spencer Quarles um, from Team Facebook. Uh, he wants to know who is on your target list to try and bring in. Like, man, if you got to go, you got to go down, you got to go down deep on a dive, man, and you got to come back with some treasure. Who would you like to see uh, join the Georgia program next? I mean, there were some guys there with you on that past weekend that seemed so fruitful that everybody's got a buzz about. Um, who would you love to see join the Bulldogs right after you? Right after me, um, I talked to JoJo about this today. Definitely love to bring JoJo Stone in. He's uh, he's one of my really good buddies of mine, and I think he'd be a great addition. And he seems to be pretty fun because he keeps wearing his Georgia gloves every practice. So, I think I'm doing good with that one. And uh, I'd like to keep I'd like to get Jake Pope in here because uh, he needs to he needs to learn where he needs to go. And I think that this is a good place for him. I don't think he needs to go to no, you know. UNC or Alabama. Mm. Jake is quite the athlete. I think he's another guy that you got to throw the stars out the window a little bit when you look at it yourself included. But, you know, that guy makes so many plays on both sides of the ball. Um, I don't know many three stars that are choosing between Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, North Carolina, and Notre Dame. That, that That's a pretty good offer list right there. That's a pretty good final five. Uh, it's, it seems like one of the top 100 players in the country and not a, not a three-star recruit. Um, yes, sir. What do you think about Walt, Walt, Walt Flair, man? I mean, he's a guy on your team that he just picked up Walt, the Georgia offer and he feels a certain type of way about the Bulldogs already. Oh, yes, sir. That, that's that been his dream school for a long time. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know too much about his decision. He's just – he's like – he just turned 16. He doesn't know much of what's going on, and he's just enjoying his, uh, his sophomore year right now. But, um, of course, I'd love for him to come in. I think that that would be great for him, but – you know, I, as of right now, right behind me, I'm trying to recruit just him right now. But I'm definitely going to be talking to Walt as I uh, take my first year or two in Georgia. What do you think about JoJo? What do you think would make him special in red and black? Um, I mean, it, him playing for his home state. I think that's that's everything, everything for him. And I think that's how most people here feel. I think that JoJo would – Look good in red and black. <laughs> mm. uh, Griffin, a question from Aaron Kay. He wants to know, what is your favorite scuba dive location that you've been to? Oh, so in Mexico, probably when I was 13, there was a cenote that uh, I've been on very few times. And at night, one night, we had a night dive. So... We uh, had all these glow sticks, headlights, and all that stuff, and we did a cave dive at night. And that was it's probably my favorite place, and I can, can't think of the exact location, but it's um, it's over by – shoot. I, was it near Cancun or location. like uh, Puerto Vallarta? Yes, where, where yes it was near Cancun. Yeah, the Riviera Maya. That's uh, where my family vacations are a lot too. Um so I want to get you guys to the depths of this, and I'm not trying to make a pun there at all. I can't believe I just said depths, but I, I had a, I had a, I had a, I guess I just said I asked Great Griffin a simple, simple question. I said, somebody drops your state championship ring off the side of the boat and it goes down 100 feet. He's like, no problem. I was like, 125. He's like, no problem. I was like, 150. And he's like, yeah, I, I can get that. Like, like. You you you're comfortable at depths 150 right right around that range where where does that come from? Um, my parents have always been actually a, a scuba divers, very good ones. My uh my dad's my dad has his master divers, so I've kind of had to learn from learn from him. Griffin, a question from Christopher Moore. I mean, these guys are all. These all can't, are all flying in here. What other activities outside of football do you enjoy? 
Uh, first of all, I definitely love my my fishing. Um, if there, I don't, I don't, I don't take my rod out of my truck, of course. Any pond, you know, I might have to hop a fence for it, but I'll, I'll go fish any pond, no matter what it looks like. Uh, I love rock climbing. It sounds bizarre, but I, I really do enjoy enjoy rock climbing. Uh, I do, I really do like golf. I'm not any good at it, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, I do like my my painting sometimes. Very much a Renaissance man, there, guys. If you can catch all those things, and let's see, he he likes he likes his old school country music too. He likes some George Strait. Um, somebody's actually mentioned in the comments. I know Griffin, you can't keep up with him, but somebody's like with your hairstyle, you would already be a good uh, name, image, and likeness representative for Barstool Sports. <laughs> Um, it's like, it's funny, you know, I think your good friend, Harry Miller has this on Instagram lately, but you, you both, you, both of you gentlemen both have Kung Fu Panda vibes to you a little bit, like big burly, you know, take somebody down. So funny enough, Harry Miller is, uh, probably our truest family friend. Um, we all lived in Forsyth together at the same time and, uh, we both moved to Buford at the same time and. Funny enough, me and Harry started growing out our hair at the same exact time. Um, and we did that because the brother that's directly older than me has had long hair all throughout high school. And he somehow convinced me and Harry to grow it out at the same time. And he did. Um, he did. Uh, let me see. Uh, question from John Bent. This is a pretty good one. He wants to know who was the most intimidating looking UGA player that you met on a visit. Now, folks, Griffin is 6'5 and about 315, so there's not many guys that are going to intimidate him a little bit. But I guess maybe let me flex that question a little bit and say, you know, who was a guy that just really impressed you size-wise, the way they move? I, you saw these guys slip and slide. You saw all of, them, all of them eat, you know, lemon meringue pies and salted caramel pies. But who was a guy that really, that really you're like, oh, man, now that's what a college football player looks like? Um. So I've known most of the linemen there for a while, but I'd probably say the few that are, are definitely imitating is uh, Dylan Fairchild. He looks like he just eats rotisserie chickens whole. Uh, <laughs> uh, Marius, Marius Mims, that dude is, he's just a beast. I mean, he's six eight and just like 330. I mean, how, how can you not be intimidated by that? And then um, Tate, Tate Ratledge. I love Tate, but... He's a he's a very good size very good size guy and um, he's very strong in the weight room from what I've seen and he's very coordinated and he has a lot of technique under his belt. Mm. Griffin, what was it like uh, in the photo shoot? Did you get you got the photo shoot with the laser laser lights everywhere? I bet, but like, just what's that environment? What was that environment like for you, man? Trying on those jerseys, folks. He's a new school dog, man. He says he likes that black jersey the best, a little bit more than the red. You can't fault him for that. He's like the nineteenth recruit in the row in a row that's probably said they like the black jersey more than the red jersey. But you know, what was that whole experience like for you? Um, being, I guess, recruited and maybe pulled away from Georgia Tech to go play at Georgia. What, what do you think are you going to be your fondest memories of that? Um, I definitely – I think that the laser was probably the coolest thing. Uh, but it, it's it's very, very unique going for – I know it sounds silly, but very unique going for a photo shoot at um, at Georgia. It's it's just a whole different atmosphere. You got all of these coaches hyped up and, you know, ready for you to be there, not just here's your stuff, try it on, and – you know, good luck. But all the coaches are there jumping around, having a fun time. You got music blaring. You got everybody, all these recruits making TikToks and Instagram posts. And it's just it's just an atmosphere that you want to be around. It's it's definitely a very cool place to be when everybody's there at the same time having having a blast. So I was talking to Pierce Sperling about this one. Uh, he's a 2023 guy. He, his, his parents, I think his grandparents were all Georgia Bulldogs as well but can you imagine what a visit would be like without the photo shoot because man the photo shoots have only been around for like four or five years can can you imagine if those weren't around how different the atmospheres would be without you know these photo shoots now it's probably one of the dominant things themes of a visit now um I think that it would be different 
some people really do care about it. Some people want to go for the photo shoot. Some people don't, you know, care too much about it. You know, I like trying on the jersey, but if, if we're not going to, if we don't have to do it or if, you know, if they're not going to be able to do it that day, that's fine with me. I mean, it, it really depends the type of person you are. And some people are there to truly just see the coaches and, you know, watch practice and truly enjoy the environment. Some people are there just for the pictures, to be honest. Griffin, it's funny. Uh, I think Tim Harrell I was the most recent one to ask some variant of this question, but they want to know if you have you figured out you got to hate Florida yet? I mean, have you figured out that? I mean, I know your mom went to Florida, which is going to be hard for you, but uh, everybody wants to know, like, you know, does it when you commit to Georgia, do you automatically, you know, start having a distaste for the Florida Gators? What do you feel about all these big rivals that you'll be facing when you become a Georgia Bulldog? Like I said, I never uh, grew up a fan of any specific team, so I guess it wouldn't be too hard to dislike on somebody else on some other team. I think uh, my brother, which is probably one of the biggest Florida fans I know, said, go dogs. So if he can do that, I can do it too. And I can I can diss on Florida or anybody else like that. See, there you go, guys. That, you know, everybody's talking Georgia fans, Tennessee fans, Florida fans. I think if you guys just showed up on this feed about four or five minutes ago, that's all you needed to know to become a fan of Griffin Scroggs, Grayson High School. Let me see if I can get this all right. Dog owner, country music man, incredible tacos, scuba diver, three-star offensive lineman, probably about to go up to a four-star in the next two or three weeks. Um, state champion. Um, renaissance man in and out uh, was the was the latest ring the better ring or did it was your first ring which one of those rings do you like better uh i don't know uh i think the fbu won the national was probably in last place because i was from eighth grade but i think the uh the two state rings definitely uh go hand in hand i don't know if i can if i can tell you which one's better how, how tough will the three-peat be? I mean, it seems like the 7A bracket just gets tougher and tougher every year. Uh, I think it will definitely be hard. Uh, a lot of people have transferred around, so I think that the competition will be different. But there is a lot of schools that do have a lot of talent this year. Guys, that's Griffin Scroggs. Griffin, the newest Georgia Bulldog commitment. Griffin, I think you've got uh, – some tacos to make or something else to make from everybody here on the feed. Let's, let's do this. Let's everybody give us a heck yeah, or, you know, a go dogs, whatever you want to do. Just, just want to thank everybody. Just let's all thank uh, Griffin for spending some time with here. Some with us here on before the hedges. That's what we do. Uh, brought to you by Kroger. Hey Griffin, man, great having you on. And uh, you're welcome back anytime you want to come on because we got to feel that as much love as we can give any offensive lineman, that's going to make the world a better place. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Guys, that is Griffin Scroggs. Just committed to Georgia roughly about 24 hours ago. We had him here tonight on Before the Hedges. I hope you guys enjoyed that. What was your favorite part? Uh, I, 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 folks, I, I mean, I know everybody wants to talk about football and all this stuff about, you know, tech and Georgia and everything else, because he did decommit from Georgia Tech. But, you know, for me, it was just fascinating uh, to see, uh, to learn about a young man with a you know, scuba diving, you know, folks, think about that for a second. You know, the big guy going down 180, 150, 140 feet and everything else like that. Um, you know, nice guy, really nice guy. I compared him to a character from Kung Fu Panda. Let me tell you a cool story about Griffin. So the guys were hitting the blocking sled. Uh, I think this was Monday or Tuesday of this week, and they were hitting the blocking sled. And the, the line coach, got to love the offensive line coaches of the world. They were um, – he, as his linemen were hitting the sled, he was belting out "Push it" by Salt and Pepper. Now, first of all, got a got a quick got a quick focus group sample size. Uh, say "Push it" on the feed if you know what I'm talking about. Like "Push it" from Salt and Pepper, and if, if Salt and Pepper, excuse me. And if you have no idea, say no idea. I just want to know a quick poll of everybody out there that knows about those great musicians that brought us "Shoot," brought us "Push it." Uh, I think the, the lead singer was actually uh, ended up married to uh, Tretch from Naughty by Nature. You guys all know Naughty by Nature, too, if you're anywhere near my age bracket, man. 
um, the line coach was belting that out while his lock, while his hog mollies and his linemen were hitting the sled. And so maybe six minutes later, four minutes later, um, Griffin is like moving from station to station in his practice. And he goes, he go, he's sitting there singing out, push it real good. I don't think he was beatboxing or anything else like that. He had a mouthpiece in, but I thought that was pretty stinking cool. Uh, you got to love a man that can sing along while he's practicing. Uh, that's a confident football player that can do that, especially on a 90, 95 degree day uh, in uh, the state of Georgia. Folks, I'm Jeff Sintel. It's Before the Hedges. We're going to call this the first half of our show. We had a great guest. I hope you guys got a chance to enjoy uh, Griffin Scroggs of Grayson High School. All that's brought to you by those folks at Kroger. See that See that right there? Kroger. Kroger. They bring you all these wonderful groceries. Um, everything from click list, everything to make your home's happy, your kid's happy. Um, it's funny. Sometimes we're a, we're a household like many of you guys. We're on the goal. We're on the go. Uh, my wife and I are always working, going, taking kids back and forth from activities. And sometimes um, my kids call this pantry food. Like, you know, they can't get anything to eat. They can't get anything hot. Uh, and they're like, oh, my gosh, we've got to eat pantry food. Well, you go to Kroger and your pantry is going to be just fine with a lot of good pantry food. Speaking of Kroger, it's time right now to hear a special message from Kroger. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but first, a quick word from Kroger. Kroger has made shopping for the groceries and household essential items that you need even easier by offering free pickup. Just shop online, choose a pickup time convenient for you, and Kroger will carefully pick out your order and bring it to your vehicle when you arrive. So the next time you're ready to shop at Kroger, take advantage of the free pickup. It's just another way that Kroger is fresh for everyone. Brian Taylor. Yeah, you see what I mean right there? And Kyle Hendricks dropped some news as well. Um, Kroger recently started delivery only in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, Kapwaga, Kapwaga wants a question. Who was George's last three-star? Uh, I, oh, well, I guess there's been a few. Like Jared Wilson last year, who's going to end up playing like a five-star. He was a three-star offensive lineman in the last class. A lot of folks like me feel that Matt Luke signed the best offensive line class in Georgia history. You keep going back. Uh, I think Devin Willick was a three-star, a guy that's looking pretty good right now uh, out of the 2020, 2020 class. Um, another three-star that comes to mind, Justin Schaefer was a three-star. Solomon Kinley was a three-star. Um, let me see. These are all pretty big pretty stinking good football players and pretty big names. I think also Austin Blasky, the late uh, guy that was a late flip from uh, NC State, who was sight unseen, a flip uh, to Georgia. Um, you know, Austin Blasky was a guy that he's also very, very promising young lineman on the uh, in the Georgia offensive line room with, uh, uh, with Matt Luke. Cap, Kappa UGA. My bad, sir. Kappa UGA, Kappa UGA. I'm sitting here, got my head on a swivel, trying to figure out everything. Hopefully I answered your question as best I could. But um, I think, you know, Kevin Flutie's got a question about three stars or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm going to see if I can put this into perspective really, um, really quickly. So Georgia has the ability to get almost any lineman in the country, almost any except for maybe the top 15. Uh, so for Georgia to look through and look past um, a lot of other offensive linemen with four-star ratings, to center in on a guy like Griffin Scroggs, to center in on some other guys, that must mean that they like the way that guy fits better. And, you know, kind of a great great, great idea there with um, – um, a great idea there with um, um, – what you were sitting there and you were learning about with, you know, Jake Pope, you know, like Jake Pope's got a chance to go to Notre Dame, North Carolina, Ohio state, Alabama, or Georgia folks. That's not a three-star recruit. And folks, I think people get jaded sometimes about three-star recruits. Three-star recruits are still very stinking good football players. I mean, three stars compromise, you know, the top 2%, 3% of all high school football players in the country. Uh, you're going to get some, I think, you know, knowing the guys that put together those rankings for so many years, um, when they say a player is a three-star player, they think that guy is good enough to start for at least one season or two uh, in the SEC. Um, so, you know, we can go on and on about three stars, but I think it's the fact that, you know, George is not going to be able to get – like you listen to what he said there. 
Amarius Mims, Micah Morris, Dylan Fairchild, um, Tate Ratledge, Cedric Von Prong Granger. Georgia has hit the 575-foot home runs on the recruiting trail for the past two cycles with uh, offensive linemen. Um, and I'll be very honest, some of the recruits I talk to say, man, I'm going to play a lot quicker at other schools compared to Georgia. And uh, for some of those guys, they don't want to have to wade through all that. They want to sit there and have a better chance to be in the two deep right away. And that's why you got to appreciate a kid like Griffin because Griffin's like, I'm not scared. I know what it's going to take. And I know that that's going to get me better. And that's going to make me the best player I can be uh, to become a, to get on the field for the Georgia Bulldogs. So uh, hopefully, hopefully that answers the question. Um, uh, hopefully that I, that answers the question uh, you guys were talking about. Guys, we got a busy show. We spent a lot of time with the Griffin. Let's get um, right to it. Um, one of the things we always get go through on our weekly shows is we go through the top targets. Um, top targets is, uh, <laughs> you know, this is funny right here. Let me see if I can show you this. Um, this is from Griffin, right? Let me see if we can see that right there. Griffin, right? He sends me a text before the show is over. And he says, thank you for having me tonight. Go dogs. Look at that. Look at that. Uncommon gentleman, really great dude. Uh, Griffin Scroggs. And what you see right there is what you, what you see right there is what you get uh, with everything. Um, let's take a quick look at, we got top targets coming up. I know my buddy, Michael, um, flashed that for everybody back there, but, um, let's take a quick look at the top targets, um, for the, uh, Class of 2022, kind of changing up a little bit um, from time to time, but um, I want to show you um, number two, number 11, that's Luther Burden. Folks, Luther was supposed to come for the uh, uh, dog days of summer. He did not make it. He's number 11. He's currently committed to Oklahoma. Number 10 is Anai White. Georgia is in the final four there. Number nine is Jaden Gibson out of Winter Garden, Florida. He visited Georgia and Florida during that last period. Uh, before the dead period, like both visits, um, this kid's about six 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 seven, um, six five six six, and he is really impressive. He looked like one of the best receivers in the country at um, the opening out in California with the Elite Eleven. Uh, number eight is Dayon Bowie. Dayon Bowie, guys, he came back to Georgia, um, had a pretty good visit. He was the guy that wore the red on red and enjoyed himself. Um, I wrote in, in some of one of my notes on the show, uh, notes on the site that came out of. That last recruiting weekend is uh, Dayon Bowie said that um, Dayon, I, I feel that uh, Dayon Bowie is still probably should be seen as still a likelihood for Georgia to come back to the class. That's why he's number eight. Uh, number seven is Carlton Madden Jr. Carlton Madden's going to have a birthday uh, in about another day or two. And that's when he's going to drop his top five. Uh, number six is Travis Shaw out of Greensboro, North Carolina. Let's be honest here. I think that the difficulty uh, for Travis Shaw has gotten a lot harder over the last couple of weeks. Um, you see Shaw there uh, flush on the inset left. Uh, it's gonna. It's gotten a lot harder for Georgia. I think uh, Clemson's back in it. I think North Carolina is very much in it. I think that will be a contested recruitment. I think the thing that Georgia fans should pay attention to is they should look for um, that recruitment. The longer that it lasts, I think the more, the better chances that are for Georgia because I think this is a guy that um, still got some thinking to do with his recruiting. Moving up on the list, especially after he decommitted from Ohio State, is Jaheim Singletary. That's out of Jacksonville, Florida. Um, Jaheim is a five-star corner for the class of 2022. Uh, number four, Walter Nolan. Walter Nolan just took a uh, another visit. Uh, he didn't see Georgia again. I think he saw Georgia at least two times during the month of June. And um, he came back for the scavenger hunt as well. But uh, Walter Nolan took a visit to uh, Texas A&M. Uh, over that last weekend before the dead period hit. And Walter Nolan came out of that thinking that he was going to give Texas A&M an official visit as well. Number three, man, Georgia's going to have to really fight and claw and scratch there and hunker down in this race. It looks like it's a fight there between Georgia and Clemson um, for Andre Green Jr. I think he's a special wide receiver, uh, really impressive young man. He was a guy that, um, he was a guy that, you know, I, I love that story about how he would play uh, connect forward with his dad all the time. Um, very competitive dude. Number two on the list is Oscar Delp. Delp is actually celebrating a birthday today. Oscar Delp, uh, the All-American uh, tied in out of West Forsyth High School in coming 
in Forsyth County, Georgia. And number one on the list, guys, he took a huge visit, had the family with him. You're going to see some pictures um, with him on the uh, unofficial visit to Georgia. Um, check out Kamari Wilson. We'll have that in our tweet segment in just a second. But Kamari Wilson, he's the number one guy on the list, that five-star safety man out of um, – Five-star safety man out of uh, IMG Academy. Um, there you go, right there. There's some. Uh, there's some uh, guys. Tell you what, I think we're trying. We're going to try and do something. Um, some other names to know as we go through the other names to know. I'm going to uh, see if I can walk out of this wind tunnel for a second. Um, thankfully, um, my guy Michael will be able to help me out and uh, keep that screen grab up there. But, um, you know, other names to know, Big Bear Alexander. I, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think like Brandon would say, I wouldn't say I would totally toe tag that recruitment. I would just say that one's still going to be very interesting. Um, very interesting that Bear has yet to make a, uh, a commitment um, one way or the other uh, coming out of uh, all of his June visits. But um, I think Georgia is in there still to some extent. Um, keep it going on down the list right there. You've got names like Jacob Hood. Jacob Hood get, came to see Georgia recently as well. Um, he was in there on that last weekend as well. I think Georgia did some good things there with uh, Jacob Hood. Um, Julian Humphrey, I don't know if you guys know that name. That guy is a, a guy that moved in, um, excuse me, a guy that came in also in that last week before um, the dead period hit. He's the current Florida committee. He's out of Houston, Texas. He is stupid fast, like 10, 4, 8, and 100 fast. Georgia, I know you guys would love to see um, Georgia flip a player that's committed to Florida just for those pretenses alone, but there's a chance there um, Georgia could do something there with Julian Humphrey. Four-star defensive tackle, hero, tackle hero canoe. That's another name that um, should be on everybody's mind. He's out of California. Defensive tackle, Ohio State really likes him a lot. Omari Kelly out of Hewittville, Trustville, and Hewitt, Trustville, and Trustville, Alabama. That's another receiver, kind of like in the Dylan Bell mode, kind of similar game right there. Um, Cole Spear um, just picked up a Georgia offer. We wrote about him over the weekend. I think it was interesting. He had the 4-4 speed. Really, his biggest offers now are Georgia. Also, uh, he's got Georgia. He's got um, East Carolina. He's got Memphis. Those are some schools to consider there. Um, Sean Washington, this is a new name. He visited Georgia over the weekend. He calls himself Varilla. This is a teammate of uh, Cedric Von Prong Granger, former teammate out of Warren Easton High in New Orleans. Defensive tackle at one time he was committed to LSU. Uh, again, everybody's going to look at star ratings right there, but I think Sean Washington is a guy that could play and contribute and help Georgia um, should he choose to become a Bulldog. DJ Wesselak out of Boonville High School in Boonville. That's actually Missouri, Boonville, Missouri. I think we got the wrong state abbreviation there, but um, Wesselak just um, – he's got a – he's a big edge defender. Dan Lanning has been talking to him a lot. Uh, he's about 6'5", good size, good length. Um, Wesselak is very impressed by Georgia, and he's going to give them another visit. Um, he's kind of circling in on the final schools he'll give us a couple of remaining official visits to. Shamar Stewart's also the five-star out of Florida. That's going to be a very tough recruitment for Georgia to win. But that is a name to know. Um, Clarence, I see your question there about East Carolina. Um, you know, those were the schools he had offers from before he uh, picked up the offer from Georgia. I mean, really, Cole Spear, he's about um, – it's funny. I was talking to Justice Haynes today, and you guys might not remember this, but um, if you don't follow high school football as closely as I do. But Justice needed about 300-something yards in order to uh, beat Calhoun High last year. That's because Cole Spear was going off for about 12 catches for 215 yards. He's about six foot, 185 pounds. He's already the size of Ladd McConkey right now, um, running 448s, 445 lasers. Um Guy with a really good, really big upside. Georgia likes him. Todd Munkin took a special interest in him as well. And um, that's the reason why that offer list is not so gaudy there for Cole Spear. Got to remember, though, feels a lot like that recruitment from uh, um, Lad McConkey. Remember, Georgia didn't even offer Lad McConkey until two weeks before the real old school traditional signing day in February. And at that time, Lad McConkey was looking at places like Army, I think Middle Tennessee. Um, you know, really not a lot of great options there either. Coastal Carolina 
And I think most Georgia fans would say they're happy with having a guy like Ladd McConkey on the roster for that slot position. And that's what Georgia's recruiting Cole Spear for is to play the slot receiver position as well. Um, those are the names to know. Let me see. Um, the only two kind of timelines to look at is C.J. Madden scheduled for September 18th. Oscar Delp, September the 30th. That's his mother Mary's birthday. Jacob Hood, Jake Pope, those two guys are kind of in the mix where they can make their decision in, in August, between August and September. I think Jacob Hood is a lot closer than Jake Pope is right now to that decision. Um, but uh, Georgia now has 14 public commitments. That makes them number six overall in the country. Um, offense and defense kind of balances out now with Dylan Bell and also uh, Griffin Scroggs. They've got eight in-state, six out-of-state. Uh, 12 inside the SEC footprint. Um, you know, that's kind of how the class is breaking down right now. Uh, they've, they've moved up a couple spots with the latest two uh, additions. But, um, you know, that that class number, I think it could get a little bit bigger. I think the silent commitment word is, is floating around, I think, with good reason. Um, they're also, you know, if somebody wanted to say, are there silent decommitments in this class right now for Georgia? I think that could also apply in one case as well. Um, let me see this. Let's see. I'm trying to catch some questions as we go along, but let's take a look at all these tweets. We've got a bunch of tweets to show you guys right now, and we want to make sure we, we end our show with a big flurry of information. Look at this one right here. This is Willie Anderson, uh, one of the all-time greatest offensive linemen in Cincinnati Bengals history. He's been working with um, uh, Griffin Scroggs for many years. Look at this. And since his ninth grade year, he's yelling from the rooftop to any coach who will listen, this dude is a beast. 6'5", agile, flexible, tough, and a winner. Two state rings already. I told his family the way he works this day was coming. Griffin Scroggs, I mean, that's an NFL lineman, one of the best linemen that Auburn has ever had. That is some very worthy praise right there. Willie Anderson, like I said, he's a near Hall of Famer, probably in the Hall of Fame, the all-time offensive line team for the Cincinnati Bengals. And when he says he can play, I think that shows that Griffin Scroggs is a lot better than the nation's number I think 1,041 overall recruit, um, overall recruit in the uh, class of uh, 2022. Uh, Rhett Womack, what are you what are you asking me? Did your heart sink when I said that part about a silent decommitment? Is that what you were asking about? Um, let me see. Let's keep these tweets going right here. I think one of the first ones I got to show you is this young man, Dylan Bell. Look at him right there. Everybody wants to know what Dylan Bell could be. Look at that, you know, folks. Dylan. Is, is rated kind of off right now because Dylan was rated most of his spent his, he spent most of his junior year playing for a private school in Texas. Um, that was, um, and he was basically primarily running back. He had 18, um, he had 18 uh, touchdowns as a runner. He had two touchdowns as a receiver. <clears throat> um, and, you know, he's going to still play a lot of those roles for um, his high school, Kincaid school in the Houston area. He plays private school ball in Texas, but, uh, about four five in the forty. That's a laser time. Four five three. Um, really special with a ball in his hands. He committed to Georgia um, since our last show. Check out that edit right there, Dylan Bell. Um, that guy moved really fast. He had Georgia in his top eight. He came back to Georgia. He was just looking for a big time school. They kind of played the top level of college football in the country, and uh, that's what Dylan was looking for with Georgia, and Georgia nailed it. Um, he was a Michigan kind of lean for the longest time, and Georgia quickly closed. They took an, a, he took an unofficial visit to Georgia on that last weekend, and basically he was ready to commit to Georgia. He changed his avatars and his sigils on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, he was already on his Instagram, sto Instagram story. Um, he was already tweeting out teammate for Adonai Mitchell, A.D. Mitchell, um, and quickly he became a Georgia Bulldog. Uh, next on the list, I think, on our – on our tweet grabs, um, this is this one right here. Now, we wrote about this guy. I don't know if you saw this. <clears throat> There's so much that goes on. Quickly, um, if anybody said saw it, Jeff, just let me know. But I wrote about Jonel Aguero. He's a five-star junior safety. He's been he's been recorded at a 4-4 laser down at IMG Academy. Um, he grew up in Massachusetts. He knows Lewis Seen well. Um, like Lewis Seen, he moved away from Massachusetts from his – junior and senior years of football in order to prove himself on a bigger stage. And, um, you know, Lewis is telling him, you know, hey, everything he wants to know about Georgia. But when we wrote that story, look what Lewis tweeted out. He called him a humble beast. And he said, one thing I'd know is he will be better than me. Nothing I'd love more than to see Janelle 
uh, 33 in a dog's jersey patrolling the field. Um, so he's a five-star. He's at IMG Academy right now. I think he's the number two athlete in the country. He's a safety. And uh, that um, that right there is um, pretty, pretty, pretty lofty praise right there. He's like, one thing I know, I do know is he will be better than me. And folks, I think forget about a rating. When Lewis Seen says a safety would be better than him, I think that's good enough for a lot of folks out there in terms of that's a guy that really likes Georgia. That's a guy that Georgia really likes as well. Um, Lewis seen uh, weighing in on uh, a really good football player in the class of 2023. That's Jonel Aguero. Uh, we mentioned um, Oscar Delp earlier. Such a good dude. Oscar Delp's mother got in on the act today. Um, he, he turned 18 today. Oscar Delp's getting ready to play his senior season of football. And look at his mom embarrassing him there with a tweet today. Um, that's a tweet there rep representing him on his birthday. Always really cool to see that. Uh, Mary Delp actually has three sons that are very good football players. Check out this one from Christian Miller. Christian Miller is going to be committing at the Adidas All-American Bowl. I think it's the All-American Bowl now. They've kind of um, – that's the official term for it. It used to be the Army All-American game. Uh, that will be in like January the 5th, guys, so he's going to take a minute. Look how he's got Go Dogs there twice in his hashtag game right there. But really, that's a that's a really a USC, Georgia – uh, kind of Ohio State battle there. Um, those three schools have had his heart at different phases of his recruitment. Christian Miller is such a good guy out of Cedar Grove High School. Um, now look at this, guys. You want to know what, your, what the quarterback of the 2022 class has been doing? Check about this. Check this out right here. This is what they do. This is a, you know, mountain men of Raven County. The Wildcats are a fierce football team in Class 2A, but – they have the Kirahi Mountain Run, and what that what that is is three miles up, three miles down. Look how far those guys get up, running in elevation in Raven County to go work out. Um, pretty impressive there. You see Gunner in the background there. Um, that program feels that there's something different about the testosterone trip, the testosterone drip. Excuse me, it's not like I'm on verses right now. Testosterone drip of uh, being able to. Uh, live past that gorge or something special about a Raven County football player. And look at that right there. That's a pretty, pretty good off season preseason camp run right there. We mentioned, um, Cole Spear. Look at him right there. Cole Spear, number five, a little bit bigger than Kirby smart. He's about six foot, about 185. really stupid fast thing. I like about Cole Spear guys. And I, it gets lost on some people when I try to kind of share a lot of these imp impressive details about these young men that George is recruiting. Cole Spear is a high school senior. He's now a senior, and he's never missed a day of school in his life. Never missed a day of school in his life. Um, really, this is a situation when I think he's got a committable offer from Georgia, and I think it's a situation when he's ready to make his commitment. It's probably going to be a Georgia Bulldog. Um, he just said there's – he told me, if you guys saw the story, there's really no other school that can come close to offering him all the things that Georgia can. Um, really impressed by Georgia. If he had a dream school growing up, it would be Georgia. I think Georgia is in a good spot there with um, Jamie Scott's got some intel on that mountain. That that's it sounds like that's a pretty pretty stout um, stout run up that mountain. Let's go back to that tweet that Michael had up here. You know, there's a new service out there called On Three. It's kind of like going to show up there with the big boys like maybe scout.com used to be, but there's ESPN, which is kind of fading a lot and it's college recruiting coverage, but there's 24 seven sports, there's rival, there's rivals. And now there's on three. That's a new national network. Look at how they're, um, look at how they're rating uh, their players. They've got Malachi Starks as a five-star and the number eight player in the country. 24 seven sports has him as the number eight player in the country as well. ESPN has him at 35 and rivals has him at 60. Oddly that uh, 24 seven sports is projecting Malachi Starks as a linebacker, the number one linebacker in the country. Um, when um, at Georgia, he will play, uh, he will be a safety early on in his Georgia career. Also dabble on the other side of the ball. He's such a special athlete as well. Very interesting there from Malachi Starks. Uh, check this one out. I was mentioning that one to you earlier about Sean Rilla Washington out of New Orleans. Uh, he had a big time uh, visiting Georgia over the weekend. You look at that, kicking it with big bro Cedric Von Prawn. Cedric Von Prawn is the class of 2020. Sean Rilla Washington is in the class of 20, 
uh, 22. He's out of uh, New Orleans. Formerly was a commitment to um, LSU. Uh, just checked out Georgia, folks. He is a defensive lineman. Um, Sintel was. He is a defensive lineman, and um, I I gotta say, man, everybody wants to see some progress on the defensive line recruiting. There you go. That's some progress there on the defensive line recruiting. Shown Rilla Washington. And here's Jalen Walker just being Jalen. Got a little swag about it now. Got a little bit of, you know, confidence about him. Everybody likes Jalen Walker, one of the coolest guys in this class. Um, very personable, lots of charisma. But uh, he's, he's, he's striking up that Richard LeCount, the third role, which I'm going to call – I'm going to leave that as the Richard LeCount role and kind of retire that one. But Jalen's doing Jalen things. And look at that. So you all think we're still done. You haven't seen anything yet. Uh, Jalen is promising a lot more uh, big times on the way for Georgia recruiting fans and fans of this program. Uh, and on a somber note, I want to make sure you guys know this man. I want you guys to take a second and think about uh, a gentleman by the name of Burt Williams. Uh, Burt Williams had has passed away. He was the AD and he was the head coach at Georgia Military College. And think about players that have came through Georgia Military College. There's Kendra Bell. Um, DJ Daniel, most recently, um, he's from the Augusta area. He was a former quarterback at Westside High. Um, you know, anytime I had a, I, 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 you know, and I want to say this, there is a special place in my heart for junior college football coaches because that those players at that level are truly the roses growing among the cracks in the concrete. And they're finding a way to keep the football dream alive because they're such great football players. And Burt Williams has changed so many changed so many lives, and he had a long fight with cancer. He finally had to step down um, after um, the 2020 season uh, as athletic director and the head coach in Georgia Military. But that's a man that will be deeply, deeply missed. He was a great guy, uh, cared about kids, cared about changing people's lives. Great football coach, um, great to work with. Um, and uh, my thoughts and prayers are with him and his family. Uh, a great gentleman from the state of Georgia that um, made the world a better place. And um, I'm sad to see Burt Williams. That happened to uh, uh, Burt Williams. My heart's kind of been heavy all week about that. Um, Kamari Wilson, one more thought I wanted to show you here from Kamari Wilson. Um, look at him. He's working with uh, Will Muschamp there. Will Muschamp has been a huge um, part of his recruitment. Look how they found a number 30 jersey new Nike jersey for Coach Muschamp. That was his number back in the day. Um, but, like, he was like, we're just here for the vibes, but he wanted to jump in that water, and there they go, um, having themselves a good time right there. I, I, I've been told Coach Muschamp. Look at this right here. This is a uh, young man that just committed out of good counsel in uh, Maryland. Um, preferred walk on though. Everybody gets got a little confused when he sent out a uh, tweet earlier today about um, uh, <laughs> he's going to be a uh, um, you know. There's another young man also at Good Counsel High School called um, Good Counsel in Maryland. It's by the, his name is Neo Avery, and I think we got some video here of Neo. He's a quarterback. He's a defensive end. He's a tight end. He had made the decision that. Um, he was going to um, – I think that that's still of his teammate right there. But, like, uh, Neo um, Neo is a guy that is rated as a quarterback, kind of an athlete, defensive end, tight end, class of 2023, um, kind of one of those slash athletes, really good athletes. Um, he has put out some information that he's going to make his commitment on uh, Friday as well, um, Neo Avery in the class of 2023. That's something to uh, pay attention to as well. I think here we got some video of him right there. Look at him um, running some routes. I think he's about 6'6 and about 230 pounds. Um, check that out right there. Um, um, he's going to make his uh, decision on Friday, apparently, even though uh, it looks like he's taken all off uh, everything on his social media away from that. Um, guys, it has been a show. It's been a Before the Hedges. We had Griffin Scroggs on. Um, and Jermaine King's right. That's the first thing when I saw that. That's the first thing. And when I saw that, I thought, is this kid named after Neo from The Matrix? We've reached the point where we have 16 and 17-year-old football players named after neo from the matrix i haven't seen a morpheus yet uh, when i see a when i see a morpheus then it'd be a dead giveaway and a dead tail dead tail 
um, that that kid was named after um, that great film, great, great film. Um, maybe we should see some women's basketball players named Trinity or tennis players or track stand track stand standouts as well. You know what I mean? And yeah, what are you, what are you good people? Did you know that I could come up with all the cast of characters from the matrix? Um, you know, just kind of like that. Maybe we could, we could start calling, you know, looking at guys and Mr. Anderson, um, with a lot of that stuff as well. Guys, it's been a great night before the hedges. Follow us on, um, uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Subscribe to us if you haven't already. You guys have the Dog Nation app in your phones, right? So when news breaks or we go live with somebody like Griffin Scroggs, you guys will know if you don't get the YouTube alert or you don't get the Facebook alert. Um, that's the way you can always keep up with all things Dog Nation. Um, tomorrow, I think we got to cover for a day tomorrow. Um, got some more interviews going up on the site. I mentioned earlier in our show that I spoke to Justice Haynes. I'll try to get a uh, conversation up with uh, Justin Haynes on the uh, website shortly. Man, he is an impressive looking 2023 running back to say the least. Um, I hope uh, you guys have yourself a great evening. It's been fun hanging out. Hope you guys really enjoyed Griffin Scroggs tonight. And we'll see you guys again real soon on uh, on dognation.com. Thanks for joining another Before the Hedges. And we'll catch you later on dognation.com. Let's go, I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important, trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life, I never settle.